Wednesday morning, JM in the AM, day 11 in the counting of the Omer. Well, <coughs> excuse me, can a, can a leader, can a mayor of, a, um, of a, uh, a town, a city of a few thousand people have a major influence on this world? And uh, the answer is yes. And with that in mind, it is a pleasure and really an honor to welcome uh, the mayor of Bal Harbor, Florida, uh, Gabriel Groisman, who's a lawyer and a writer and a speaker. But he is a mayor who has uh, started a trend in the United States that, thank God, has really become an active trend. And we'll explain in a moment. Mayor Gabe Groisman, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Good morning. You know, my late father used to say that no matter what position you're in, even if it seems, you know, small or not as large as some of the other things that, you know, the others are involved with, uh, I don't know, you know, in this case we could say, for example, you know, major, uh, mayor of a city of 10 million, uh, no matter what uh, position one is in, one can do right, one can do justice. And you, Mayor Gabriel Groisman, um, you wrote and passed the nation's first municipal anti-BDS ordinance in December of 2015, and I am sure you are aware that in the last four years since you've done that, many municipalities, many cities, and frankly, many state legislatures have followed suit. That must be a pretty great feeling for you. Yeah, it's a, look, it's, it's a great feeling, and it's not its not just me involved in this. There's a, there's a, there's a group of us, a small group of us, um, that have really dedicated our whatever free time we have. And I, and I say that with a little star next to it because they're, they're, we never have free time. Um, but uh, to really trying to spread this, and we, we we saw from the beginning that the BDS movement really isn't about uh, even Israel or even any economic boycott. It was always about pure and pure and simple anti-Semitism, and unfortunately, uh, everybody is now starting to see it and starting to react. The ordinance that you started with back in 2015 was it purely symbolic? Did it have some type of real legal structure to it? How would you describe it? Yeah, no, it wasn't symbolic at all. It was uh, it was practical. So, so the the what the ordinance said is that the and this is the form of most of these ordinances and state legislation, state laws now in 27 states, is that to enter into a uh, into a contract with the government, in, in my case, the municipality, you have to you have to uh, sign a declaration as part of the contract and warrant that you're not part of the boycott um, or divestment of any authorized trading partner of the United States, states including Israel. Um, and, you know, it's been refined over the years not to include individuals, not to include small companies. It needs to go only to corporations of certain sizes. Uh, but but the reason we did it was because the United Church of Christ, the UCC um, church, had just uh, instituted a nationwide boycott and divestment of Israel and right. any company doing business in Israel. Right. And in our city, we have a uh, UCC church. Um, and I knew they, they wanted to enter. Uh, they were planning on on expanding their church, which would require a uh, contract with the city. So uh, the state of South Carolina had just passed the first state anti-BDS law, which was slightly different, uh, but I decided I can turn that into a city ordinance and uh, and see if I can make an impact with that church. And luckily, uh, the, it's a long story, but the, the short of it is, after a long discussion with the church and as a result of the law that was in place, or the ordinance that was in place, our church, the UCC Church of Ball Harbor, stood up, which is really unheard of, to their parent church and wrote back a public letter signed by their entire board rejecting and repudiating 
uh, the call to boycott and divest from Israel, and they put their money where their mouth is when they uh, took out every dollar. They had over $2.9 million in the UCC's investment fund, which had proudly divested from Israel. They removed every single one of those dollars from that investment fund and put it just into an index fund to be compliant with, with our ordinance. Mayor Gabe Groisman's with us. He's the mayor of Bal Harbor. As we said, when it comes to municipalities, he was the first, the first municipal anti-BDS ordinance back in December of 2015. I mean, look, your associations are pretty obvious. Uh, you know, you're working uh, or volunteering, might be more accurate, with the FIDF and, and many organizations that are so important to Israel and to people who care about Israel. Is it easy through these processes that you just described to find out who are friends and who are foes? Does it become very obvious who would like to use uh, um, uh, who would like to use the law or, or you know the um, um, the ordinances uh, to help Israel, and who would prefer if uh, things went the other way? So look, we're amongst friends on this show. The the the, the reality is that there is opposition both from outside the Jewish community and from inside the Jewish community. Many Jews in the United States and in the diaspora would prefer that the Jewish community remain silent and remain quiet, and not respond to the rise of anti-Semitism, and not, res- not shine a light on the bigots and the, and the, and the anti-Semites in our society, uh, the argument being that all we're doing is drawing attention to them. Um, but but that's, not, that's, that's not how I was brought up, and, and, you know, and I, I believe that Sunshine is the best disinfectant, and I think we need to we need to shine a light on the anti-Semites, on the BDS movement, um, on bigotry at large, and and um, you know in, in taking all these actions, I, I hear it from uh, I hear I hear it from not only the, the anti-Semites, those are obvious, um, but also from people within the Jewish community, which unfortunately now they're seeing I think that uh, that that a more a stronger approach is what's necessary. I understand that. Um, we still have a significant Jewish community in Bal Harbor. Yeah, absolutely. So Bal Harbor is interesting. Until the early '80s, uh, Jews couldn't even buy single-family homes in Bal Harbor. They all had deeds on them that said you couldn't sell to uh, anyone with more than one fourth blood, uh, Jewish blood. We, we, and we all know where that formula came from. Yeah. But our rabbi, our rabbi, Rabbi Salman Lister, was actually the first to buy a home in the uh, in the community. Which was, uh, and, and, and the reason I ask, uh, it's probably obvious to everybody, um, is because uh, in light of what happened last Shabbat in California, it, it has got, I mean, look, you're a leader. You're a leader of, of, of Jews and uh, Gentiles, obviously, and, and you're a leader of different communities in Bal Harbor. It must must frighten you to an extent, and you must feel you know, that you have to over-prepare in terms of houses of worship and how to protect them at a time like this. Well, I can tell you that we didn't start in Bell Harbor. Uh, we didn't start protecting our synagogues and the Jewish community walking to and from the synagogues this weekend. We've been doing it for a long time, um, and, and um, we do it in conjunction with the FBI and different different uh, counterintelligence units. And we really take it seriously. We always have. Um, but I, but I think that it, it's important uh, for for the Jewish community to realize that. Uh, we no longer are a community that needs to cower in fear. Um, and whether there's an attack one week or not, um, you know, we have to be strong. We have to be a strong community. And we need to, the community outside to understand that the Jewish community is no longer the Jewish community that, that, uh, that, that, that's full of sheep. And we're, we are, we're a strong Jewish community, both physically um, and also with regards to our connections with the law enforcement and with the, with the government 
We live in a great country here in the United States, and there's great relationships all over the country with law enforcement agencies and synagogues. And I urge all synagogues, everyone's worried about hiring private security guards. If you can't afford to hire a private security guard, you need to call your city. You need to call your police chief. They will be very receptive and be out there protecting the community. Well, the, um, the, the Jewish pride and the Jewish will with which you speak uh, is just amazing, and it's much appreciated. Uh, mayor Gabe Groisman, he is the mayor of Bal Harbor down in Florida. Um, as, as, as the BDS battle continues, he is certainly regarded as one of the heroes of the anti-BDS legislation, and that's one of the reasons we asked him to join us this morning. Mayor Groisman, a big, big <clears throat> regards to all of our listeners and friends down in Bal Harbor, and I thank you very much for all your incredible work on behalf of the Jewish people. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. There he is, the mayor of Bal Harbor, Florida. We commend him for really being one of the leaders in the anti-BDS fight on a legislative level, which is so important, and he described why. Pretty incredible.